From the Great American Pacific Northwest, greetings and welcome, my friends, to this week's edition of the Parachronicle Almanac. I'm Jonathan Hawk. This week we'll hear about some photographs of UFOs purported to have been taken by F-18 airmen in 2019. Another former director of the CIA talks about UFOs and he's now questioning his own skepticism. A possible physics-bending discovery at the Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland and that volcano in Iceland sure is staying busy. We'll cover that and more coming right up now. Before we get to the news, don't forget to like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our show. And we're always looking for stories from you, paranormal or otherwise, so give us a call on the Parachronicle hotline at 818-570-0126 if you'd like your story featured on a future episode. That's 818-570-0126, or you can always email at hawk at theparachronicle.com. That's H-A-W-K-E at theparachronicle.com. And on that note, let's dive right in. Photographs showing different shaped unauthorized objects in a military zone have been obtained and released by Mystery Wire and George Knapp. Military and intelligence officials say they remain baffled by unusual unidentified aircraft that have been encountered in recent years off both coasts of the United States. Many of the objects have been referred to as drones, but that is not what Pentagon investigators have been telling the chain of command behind the scenes. Naval Air Station Oceana is the center of air power on the east coast of the United States. It's a sprawling naval air station in Virginia, home to the best aviators in the world. Since at least 2014, F-18 pilots flying into the zone designated W-72 have reported encounters with a bizarre array of unknown, unidentified objects and aircraft positioned directly in their daily flight paths. Investigators with the Pentagon's UAP task force have requested that airmen try to document their encounters. On March 4, 2019, one of them did. An F-18 weapons systems officer, otherwise known as a WSO, seated behind the pilot, used his iPhone to capture images of three different objects he encountered in the same airspace. At 3.02 p.m., he photographed an odd-shaped object. Another photo, taken close to the same time, was first posted to Twitter on May 11, 2020, then again on social media six months later. Other photos taken on that same day, March 4, 2019, have never been made public until now. The object the Navy calls the Sphere was photographed at 2.44 p.m. The second one to be photographed was dubbed the Acorn. A similar but different photograph of this same object was published online in December 2020. Then, 12 minutes later, the WSO spotted a third object described as the metallic blimp. It appears to have various appendages. Mystery Wire first learned of the photos exactly two years ago during a private briefing hosted by Robert Bigelow and several others in Las Vegas on Saturday, April 6, 2019. Speculation at the time was that the objects might be foreign spy drones, possibly Chinese, and we've learned the Navy wanted to snag one, meaning capture it for study. That never happened. Critics tried to explain away the objects. Several people online compared the acorn to a toy Batman balloon. But two years later, after careful study by the UAP task force, the objects remain unidentified. 
Although these three did not perform spectacular maneuvers like the famed Tic Tac or Gimbal UFOs recorded elsewhere, they do not behave like any drones or balloons known to the U.S. military. Mystery Wire has learned of sensitive briefings prepared by the UAP task force and delivered to multiple military and intelligence audiences. The task force reports noted that the objects were able to remain stationary in high winds with no movement beyond the capability of known balloons or drones. Earlier this week, Chief of Naval Operations Michael Gooday was questioned by reporters about naval encounters on the West Coast. Swarms of so-called drones buzzed Navy warships in July 2019, a few months after the East Coast photographs were taken. The Admiral said information has been collected and analyzed, but the objects have defied explanation. In March, the former National Intelligence Director John Radcliffe told Fox News that he was one of many top officials to be briefed on the mystery craft. Quote, We are talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots, or have been picked up by satellite imagery that frankly engage in actions that are difficult to explain, Radcliffe said. Movements that are hard to replicate that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. The so-called drone swarms that buzzed Navy destroyers in 2019 have been further documented in articles by The Drive, which obtained ship logs describing the weird incursions. Those encounters appeared in the same general area as the 2004 Tic Tac UFO, which was pursued by former Navy commander Dave Fravor. Fravor has reportedly briefed Congress about his encounter, one of several briefings arranged by the UAP task force even before it existed under that name. Unlike previous decades, when the UFO topic was ignored or hushed up by Pentagon leaders in Congress, Fravor thinks there are solid reasons for the Pentagon's now deadly serious interest. Quote, we haven't been attacked or anything like that, Fravor said, but I look at it for two reasons. One, if there's a capability, we can't explain it. Number two, if you can explain it, then you can literally change everything that we do. And as I've said many times on this show, it just seems like every week, at least every couple weeks, there's something new, interesting coming out that is purported to be associated with the military, the U.S. military, and frankly, other militaries as well. I don't know, it just feels like we're getting closer and closer, which leads me to this next story. From the Daily Caller, former CIA chief James Woolsey says he is no longer a UFO skeptic. Former director of the CIA James Woolsey described himself as a previous UFO skeptic during an interview with the Black Vault's John Greenwald Jr. on Friday. What changed his mind, he said, was a story from a friend about an incident at 40,000 feet. Quote, there was one case in which a friend of mine was able to have his aircraft stop at 40,000 feet or so and not continue operating as a normal aircraft, Woolsey told Greenwald. The former CIA chief under President Bill Clinton went on to say his source is, quote, someone I respect. While UFO sightings in some cases seem to have even been tacitly confirmed by the Pentagon, it is rare for a story to contain information about direct interference. But Woolsey insists his friend's plane, quote, paused at 40,000 feet. Woolsey said he hopes that we can be friendly to other creatures if they exist. Woolsey isn't the first former intelligence agency head to believe that UFOs are not man-made craft, according to the Daily Mail. Former CIA Director John Brennan and former Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe have both come out with statements expressing their belief. These comments come in the run-up to a forthcoming Pentagon report detailing the military's knowledge of the various unidentified aerial phenomenon our armed forces have encountered over the decades. 
As we've mentioned here before, the 180-day deadline established by Congress in December of 2020 is approaching, and the report should be delivered to Congress by June 1st. Hopefully, hopefully, it's delivered on time. And this from CNET, subatomic particles, weird wobbling, might break the laws of physics. Something unseen is influencing muons, and the findings could lead to a bigger quantum uproar than the Higgs boson did. When you fire up the Large Hadron Collider and use its globally supreme power to demolish and derby a couple of ordinary particles together, not only can you create a mind-boggling collision force of 13 tera-electron volts, you might also find you've produced a subatomic particle whose strange wobbling might break the laws of physics altogether. It's called a muon. And on Wednesday, researchers at the Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory sent shockwaves through the world of particle physics when they found this unassuming speck of quantum curious existence could illuminate the very fabric of the universe in a way they, that we haven't seen since the discovery of the Higgs boson nearly a decade ago. At 207 times bigger than electrons, the magnetic-like muons radioactively decay in 2.2 millionths of a second, making them unlikely candidates for an explosive physics discovery, according to a richly reported New York Times story on Wednesday. In the standard model of particle physics, which explains how the universe's elementary particles interact, we have very stringent calculations as to how muons should move. But during experiments at the Fermi lab, researchers noticed that muons wobbling weirdly, so weirdly that the wobbles routinely defy the world's most hyper-specific measurements and go against the standard model. They appear to be influenced by what physicists say may be forces outside of those currently known. Quote, this quantity we measure reflects the interactions of the muon with everything else in the universe, said Rene Fatimi, a physicist at the University of Kentucky in a press release. This is strong evidence that the muon is sensitive to something that is not in our best theory. In quantum physics, a theory holds that particles can suddenly appear and influence an item they interact with before disappearing again. Researchers working on muons say the tiny variations of the muons' wobbles can be attributed to the influence of a potential host of these, quote, virtual particles. Although the findings follow in the footsteps of a similar experiment in 2013 and 2018, the latest results still require more vetting. The researchers note the chances of the muons wobbling being a statistical fluke is about 1 in 40,000, which in science talk equates to a confidence level of 4.1 sigma. Physicists usually aren't satisfied until the confidence level reaches 5 sigma. And an Icelandic volcano has unleashed a third lava stream this week. This from France 24. Lava is flowing from a third fissure that opened overnight in Iceland's nearly three-week-old volcanic eruption near the capital of Reykjavik, officials said on Wednesday. The spectacular eruption began on March 19th when a first fissure disgorged a steady stream of lava flowing into the Geldingadalur Valley of Mount Fagradalsjok on Iceland's southwestern tip. The new split comes two days after two fissures opened up around 700 meters from the initial eruption, creating a long molten stream flowing into a neighboring valley. The third lava stream, about a meter deep and 150 meters long, is a new draw for tens of thousands of gawkers taking advantage of the site's relatively easy access, just 40 kilometers away from Reykjavik. It's about a half a kilometer from the craters of the initial eruption, and state broadcaster RUV showed a flash of light appearing at the same site around midnight, about halfway between the two sites of the earlier eruptions, gushing lava in small spurts and belching smoke. 
The new river of bright orange magma flowed down the slope to join an expanding field of lava at the base, now covering more than 33 acres, actually 81 acres, according to the last press briefing by the Icelandic Meteorological Office late Tuesday. The site had been closed to the public Monday because of the new activity, then reopened early Wednesday. So if you're in the area, go check it out. Well, that's it. That's all I've got for this week. Don't forget to reach out if you see something unusual in the sky or someplace else, or if you have an interesting story to tell. You can call our hotline at 818-570-0126 or find us at www.theparachronicle.com. Please like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our little show here. And until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and know that here on Earth and in the universe... We are not alone. For the Parachronicle Almanac, I'm Jonathan Hawke.